الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد الصادق الوعد الأمين الحمد لله الذي نحمده ونستعينه ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل عليه وسلم وسلم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والسماء والطارق وما أدراك ما الطارق النجم الثاقب إن كل نفس لما عليها حافظ فلينظر الإنسان مما خلق خلق من ماء دافق يخرج من بين الصلب والترائب إنه على رجعه لقادر By the sky and the knocker You have any idea what the knocker is? It's a bright star Everybody has a protector over it Look at how you were created You were created from water Indeed Allah is able to Resurrect the human being, bring him back to life after he dies. Topic for today, inshallah, is purpose. Now I want to start with the question. Kids in kindergarten, pre-K, were happy to come back to school. But beyond that, who was happy to come back to school on Thursday? Don't answer the question, just think about the question. Definitely, a lot of students in a lot of schools, they're not happy when it's Sunday evening because that means tomorrow is Monday morning and that means school for five days. But you know what? That's not going to end with school. There are people who spend their entire life like this. Every Sunday. They're depressed because Monday they have to go to work. And they don't like their work. They're not enjoying their work. They're not enjoying their day. I've been there. I've been at a job where I don't feel like I belong. I don't care whatsoever about the job I'm doing. I'm just doing it because I need to get paid. I did that for about three years. I'm doing the job because I need to get paid. And so when the, when the manager walks by, I would flip papers to look like I'm busy. I would start clicking on the screen to look like I'm busy. But I never wanted to go to work. There are people who spend their entire life living like that. They can't find a job that really fulfills their purpose, that they have energy and drive to do it. I'm not saying that every job should be fun. Every job should be exciting. No, it's not always exciting and fun. But I look forward to coming here every Monday. And I was looking forward to coming here yesterday. Not because it's so much fun being here. Yes, sometimes it's a lot of fun. But because there's purpose. Because there's something giving me the drive and energy to come here. Because what I'm doing fulfills my purpose. It gives me a sense that I'm fulfilling my purpose. I'm doing something that is worth a lot. To me, to people, to Allah, it has a purpose. When you open, let's say uh, you bought furniture at Kia, 
uh, IKEA, I mean, sorry. And it comes, and you open the boxes, and you start building the furniture. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, if your parents buy furniture that comes in the box, and you have to build it at home. And then you open the box, and you find this amazing piece that looks, it looks better than all the other pieces in the box. It was well designed, and once you're finished building it, let's say this pulpit here, you don't know where that nice piece goes. You can tell that that piece has a purpose. Because it's nice. It was well designed. It looks nice. But you're done with your piece of furniture and you can't tell where it goes. So you're confused. You have to call IKEA and say, this piece must have belonged to some other piece of furniture because I'm done with mine and I don't know where this goes. And obviously, it has a purpose. It was designed and the design of it shows that it has a purpose. There are many examples of things in nature that we can see that there is an intricate design which shows that it has a purpose. Now the example I just gave you, a piece of furniture, a, a piece for a piece of furniture, that was designed by a human being. And you can tell by the design of it that it has a purpose. It must have been put in the wrong box because it doesn't belong on this piece of furniture. You can tell by the design that a human being made that it has a purpose. That's also the case with the creation of Allah. So many things in the creation of Allah, you look at them and you can tell that there is an intricate design. And for a lot of the design, you know what's the purpose, but sometimes you don't really know what's the purpose. You can see an intricate design, but you don't necessarily know the purpose. Why does a cow have four stomachs? Or actually one stomach in four different parts. I mean, maybe some of us know. Animals that have four stomachs are called ruminants because they digest in a certain way. Okay. <laughs> in the videos that you see in morning in assembly, if you come early, you see videos. There's Quran playing and there's videos. One of them, there's a bird landing on a branch and picking the fruits from the branch. And the branch is bouncing up and down but the bird's head is not bouncing. So you see the bird, the head is here, and the branch is going up and down, so the body of the bird is going up and down, but the head of the bird is not moving. The bird automatically moves its neck so that the eyes are fixed when the branch is moving, so that his eyes can see. Birds, I don't know if you notice how they walk, they walk like this all the time, because they have to have their eyes for a second that's fixed and not moving. Their eyes are not able to see if they're moving. Birds have eyes that are designed in such a way that they can see way further than we can, but they cannot see when their eyes are moving. That's why when they're in the sky, they try to stop and pause so they can look down. And they're so far away, you can't even tell what kind of a bird it is. It looks black, but once it comes closer, it might not be black. But the bird can see every single detail if the eyes is not moving. Other intricate designs of this world, since we're talking about birds, our body can digest food. If there's a piece of, if there's a stone that's in your food and somehow you swallow it, your body's not gonna digest it, it's gonna pass it. Birds digest stone. They have a stomach that's made such a way that they grind the stone so that it can make the, uh, the, the shell of the egg. All these designs in nature are very intricate. 
Many of them we know the reason, we know the purpose of the design, and many others we don't know what's the purpose. Why does a snowflake have all these geometric, geometric shapes? We don't really know. What's the purpose of snow altogether? We don't really know. It's beautiful. You can go skiing, okay, great. But that's not the ultimate purpose of snow. What's the purpose of snow? We don't know all the purposes of everything we see in the design of Allah. Now, does the cow know that it has four stomachs? Or a, four, a stomach in four parts? Nope. And if it does, you know, see a graph, in the, maybe at the farm that the cow is living, there's a graph of the body of the cow, and the, the cow can see the graph of its body. Is it going to understand? No. And even if it does understand, is it going to know why there's four stomachs? Does the bird know that they're keeping their head balanced so that they can see? They don't realize these things. But we, human beings, we know why things are designed the way they are. We are able to understand purpose. The rabbit that you see in the grass looking for food doesn't understand purpose. It just knows that it's hungry and it has to eat. And it just knows by instinct that it has to build a warren, it's called for the rabbits, a hole in the dirt to live in. It's instinct. It's not that they understand purpose. No. We understand design, understand purpose. We know things and we know why we know things. No other creation of Allah is like that. In the whole world, it's called metacognition. That you know things and you also know why you know them. We are way more advanced than all the other creations of Allah. I just gave you a few examples of advanced design. Whether it be a piece of furniture designed by a human being or different living creatures designed by Allah, there is intricate design. Very intricate design in the things Allah created. But we are way more advanced than all of them. Doesn't that mean that our purpose is much higher than all other creations of Allah? وَلَقَدْ كَظَّمْنَا بَنِي آدَمٍ And then at the end of the ayah, وَفَضَّلْنَاهُمْ عَلَىٰ كَثِيرٍ مِّمَّنْ خَلَقَنَا تَفْضِيلًا Human beings are honored above anything that we have created. Allah says He created so many different things. Human beings are honored above all of them. Not just honored. فَضَّلْنَاهُمْ تَفْضِيلًا Superpower honored. Super honor. The human being has super honor above everything else that Allah has created. What a purpose of living. So do you want to spend your whole life just hating Sunday evenings because tomorrow is Monday morning? And being bored at work, feeling like it's too much work, feeling like you don't care about it anyway? Or do you want to find your purpose? Do you want to be able to live your life with the drive and energy to keep doing what you're doing because you feel like you're fulfilling your purpose? Surah At-Tariq, which I started with and translated, is a surah that talks about purpose. Let's talk about it in the second part. May Allah help us and guide us to find our purpose in life. Ameen.
الحمد لله الذي هدانا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا ان هدانا الله We thank Allah for his guidance A few students today asked me in Quran class and in Arabic class a bunch of questions There was a few questions that came today that was specifically relating to the message of the Quran The Quran being a message and the message of the Quran Now we were talking about finding purpose Because I, be, I, I, I think you understand by now And you believe by now That one way to live a happy life An exciting life, a fun life Is to do something that is worth a lot to you That has a purpose That fulfills the purpose of your existence Then you will have a happy, fun, exciting life So now the Quran is talking to us about purpose The part I translated of Surah At-Tariq Allah says, look at that bright star in the sky. Do you have any idea what this bright star in the sky is? Why does Allah talk about this? Because people had noticed all these stars in the sky. And when you see design, you wonder what's the purpose. So people were wondering, what is the purpose of this brightest star in the sky? There's one star in the sky that people eventually found out indicates north. It's the northern star. People think, when they see the design of things, they think, what's the purpose? So Allah turns that thought and says, Look, human being, look what you were created from. Look at your own design. You have a purpose. And what is your purpose? <laughs> your design, all the intricate designs that you have inside of you, that you're able to understand, is to show you that you have a purpose and that is you're going to go back to Allah. Allah created you with a purpose and your purpose is that He will bring you back to life and bring you to Him. That is your ultimate purpose. You were put here to enjoy life for a little bit, get to understand who Allah is so that you can come back to Him. That's your purpose. Allah says in Surah At-Tariq. Now that's the first chapter of Surah At-Tariq. Or the first half of Surah Al-Tariq. Because you know how Surah Al-Tariq starts with Wasama, and then later on you have another Wasama. Wasama idati al-Rajab, wal ardidati al-Sadiq. That's the second chapter of Surah Al-Tariq. And here Allah is telling us the Quran has so many intricate features, beautiful designs in the Quran. Isn't the Quran nice to listen to? It has rhyme, it has rhythm. And then if somebody is able to recite it with a beautiful voice, it's very nice to listen to. Doesn't the Qur'an also have a lot of stories? Sometimes very entertaining stories. There's a lot of people who are able to make videos on YouTube that make the stories very entertaining of the Qur'an. The Qur'an has all these features, designs. The Qur'an also has a purpose. And what is the purpose of the Qur'an? To help you find your purpose. May Allah help us find our purpose. May Allah help us turn to the Qur'an to take the guidance from the Qur'an and be able to live a happy, fun, exciting life with energy and the drive to do things because we believe we're following our purpose. Ameen. Now, when I say, May Allah, X, Y, Z, that means you should say, Ameen. This is the part where I'm making dua. May Allah help us to find our purpose. Ameen. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina adhab Ameen. May Allah help us now that the month of Ramadan is over to turn to the Quran 
and keep it going. Keep turning to the Qur'an the same way you were turning to the Qur'an in the month of Ramadan. The Qur'an will give you the means to live a happy, exciting life. And to live a happy life forever in the hereafter when you meet Allah. May Allah help us to turn to the Qur'an. Ameen. Rabbana awzi'na an nashkura ni'mataka allati an'amta alayna wa ala walidina wa an'amala salihan tardah. وأدخلنا برحمتك في عبادك الصالحين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين. Also another thing I want to make dua and I was reminded this Ramadan I forget a lot and you can remind me also especially the students I have before Jumu'ah you can remind me. Let's make dua for all our brothers and sisters in the rest of the world who are not living a happy life like we have. Who are not living in luxury like we are living, who are living in fear, who are living in poverty, who are living in their oppression. Ameen. May Allah help them, may Allah make them strong, may Allah make them uh, uh, the bonds of their family strong and their love for the Quran and for Allah strong. Ameen. May Allah uh, remove the oppression from them and save them from their oppressors. Ameen. Inna Allah ya'muru bil adli wal ihsan wa ita'i bil qurba wa yinha anil fahshai wal munkari wal baghi ya'adhukum la'allakum tabattaroon. Fa'akhim salah.